When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Deliciously Ella podcast with me, Matthew Mills, and my wife and business partner, Ella Mills. And also, actually, a very special guest in the studio with us today is our beloved dog, Austin Mills. Yeah, who, by the way, has his own Instagram, Mr. underscore Austin <laughs> underscore oh, nice. Mills. Very nice plug there. So, yeah, so if you hear any <laughs> banging, that's probably his tail yeah. banging against a table leg or something. One of the best bits of this year has been Matt starting Austin's Instagram account and basically <laughs> trolling me through it to get back at when I make him in pictures on the Delicious Together <laughs> account. Anyway, hello, everyone, and welcome to the very last episode of the season one of Delicious Yella, the podcast. I guess we started the podcast as a little bit of an experiment, and we have absolutely loved the last 11 weeks. And with our guests on the last 10 episodes, we have learned an unbelievable amount. I mean, I've been blown away about everything from how our brain talks to our gut every few seconds, how um, yoga genuinely is helpful for stress relief and IBS how you know eating 30 different plant-based foods every week is so critically important because it literally impacts our brain but also how our brain regenerates and can potentially even grow when we exercise for 30 minutes the hugely positive effects of a vegan diet on the environment yeah stopping farming somewhere the size of africa 3.1 billion hectares yeah and likewise if we stop food waste we would be saving a trillion dollars worth of food a year and stopping farming somewhere the size of China. Yeah, if food waste was a country, it'd be the third largest polluter of greenhouse gases in the world. It's been pretty mind-blowing. Um, so if you haven't managed to catch up on all the episodes yet, please, please do, because there's, there's just kind of unbelievable array. It may seem random in some capacity, but it's basically all things we're interested in. Um, but just in the way that we started that series with the two of us giving you a little bit more insight into what we've been up to, what we've been learning, we wanted to round off the series with a little... I guess, delicious Yellow Roundup by the two of us and Austin. So from this unbelievable amount of information, what have you implemented from what you've learned from the guests? Well, I would say, I would say actually probably three things. I would say one, I think the episode with Joseph Paul had a Which massive... Which was on veganism and the environment. Yeah, had had a massive impact on me. And I was always kind of probably 85% vegan. Um, I would still have some have some dairy milk every now and again. Um, but that episode had a, had a big effect on me. I think I've learned a lot about the power of sleep and rest. Um, one thing I know was a big distraction for me. Basically, when my mum was ill for about a year, I woke up at 4 o'clock every morning. Between 3.30 and 4, it was like... 
a loud noise had happened and I was just bolt upright awake. And so I was probably only getting about four and a half, five hours sleep. And understandably then I wasn't feeling my best for a while. And so actually really understanding just quite how important sleep is. And then the other things that I can do just to help that. So I started not sleeping with my phone next to the bed, which has really, really helped. Um, that's just, it's an obvious distraction. When you wake up and you're distracted and you've got stuff on your mind, it's so easy to just be like, oh, I'll just have a quick look at my phone and learning to to keep my phone away from from bed has been has been really valuable. Yeah, I mean, I feel I've learned a lot. I think one of the things I learned actually as well is the power of exercise because people always say to you, exercise is good for you. But when I was listening to Brendan, he was really explaining exactly what it does for your brain. Then when my alarm goes off and I don't really feel like moving, as most of us often don't at six o'clock in the morning, I'm always kind of have that little oomph of like, no, this is going to really impact on my well-being and especially on my mental health. And I go... And I just feel a thousand times better for it. So that was a really, really positive one for me. And I really, really enjoyed learning all about the gut as well as someone that's always had some slight... I loved learning about the gut. I yes, found that so really... I really didn't know much about it at all. And so I find that fascinating. Yeah, and I've always got a bit of a dodgy tummy quite often. And it's just brilliant understanding how to look after it and why it matters. Yeah, 70% really... of your immune system lives in your gut, we learn, which is pretty mind-blowing yeah so i think those have been two big things i've implemented trying to really be conscious of 30 different plant-based foods every week rather than just having all the almond butter i'm also <laughs> having cashew butter peanut butter walnut <laughs> butter pecan butter mixed nut butters <laughs> and i'm adding different vegetables to my hummus um but also yeah try, that was a brilliant for me is in terms of motivation to get moving every day and i see the difference in myself so much yeah what have you learned this year, personally, professionally, both in the podcast, but also obviously outside of it? It's going to sound so cheesy, but I think I've just learned and I've always felt like I've been really, really lucky and fortunate in my life. But I think this year I've just learned quite how lucky I am. I think being objectively, it's been a tough year personally because my mum passed away in, in May, but I felt so lucky to be surrounded just by such incredible people to be able to, even when something like that happens, to wake up every day with a huge sense of purpose because I love so much what I get to do every day at Delicious Yellow. And professionally, just on the discovery of Delicious Yellow, that we know that this is a long journey that we hopefully on and um, just learning ways that hopefully we can continue to add lots more value to the people who participate and engage in delicious yella every day i love that <laughs> and how about you oh my gosh i feel i've learned more in the last 12 months than i have almost in any other period of my life to be honest with you i think one thing i've learned massively from you but i've actually been super inspired by a lot of our guests particularly um if anyone listens to the episode with brendan on um the power of exercise on the brain in the way that he talked about his um, journaling of his gratitude diary and that sense of really internalising how lucky we are and trying to always, always, always see the positive in everything. And I, I've said this to a few people, but one of my biggest learnings I've ever had was so shortly after your mum got ill. And I am definitely can be someone that looks on the negative side of things and I'll never, ever forget feeling so kind of distraught for you all and then we spent the weekend all in the garden together and Ottie our amazing gorgeous little niece was playing in a yeah, washing up bucket as a paddling <laughs> ball 
And at the end of the day, you know, your mum said, gosh, what an amazing day. Could you have a more amazing day than this? And I'd spent so much of the day looking at it thinking this is awful. You know, she'd been given a terminal cancer diagnosis. And yet your mum looked at it with such positivity. And it really hit me so hard about the importance of reframing your thinking. And I've been really consciously trying to do that every day, trying to have those kind of little affirmations and that sense of, no matter what you're doing it can be a great thing it, there's so much positivity to take out of it if you want to find it and yeah, I, know I think it's just talked- a lens isn't it that you look through and it's just anything can be positive or negative depending on how you really decide to look at it and totally. so and we were at dinner last night and we were talking about exactly that that lens and the importance of finding the positive lens but also how the lens is created by the tools you create around to keep it in place to keep that lens always there and focused in the way you want it to be focused on the good things and for me the biggest tool I guess that I've really connected to this year has been yoga I've been practicing on and off since um, I, I got into the practice after I got unwell in 2012 with restorative yoga but this year I actually did my yoga teacher training because I wanted to bring it into delicious Ella more as well as you said I think we both become such passionate believers in this kind of holistic 360 view on health and it was the most unbelievable lots of people said to me oh it's gonna be a life-changing month and I thought nah it won't be that's kind of too much it really 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 was I learned so much about myself so much about communication with people but also just this amazing amazing way of every single day connecting to yourself. And someone said something the other day which really resonated. And if there's one thing I want to continue to learn and going, continue to learn going forward, it's exactly this, which is that if you want to love yourself, and I think we all desperately need to have a positive relationship with ourselves because that's where the stem of all our other relationships come from, then you have to know yourself. And I think for me, yoga has been the most amazing tool of discovery for kind of connecting to and kind of, I guess, getting to know myself and acknowledging things in myself. I love that. So so what's been the highlight? The highlight of this year was probably we had my mum's memorial a couple of weeks ago and almost 1,200 people came and it was just a celebration. We had her, her funeral shortly after she died and it was a very um, kind of private family affair where we celebrated her life really as our as our mum, as dad's wife um, and just with her, her closest friends. And, and you spoke so beautifully, <laughs> honestly. It was one of the proudest moments I've ever had. I don't know about that, but, I, um, but we had my mum's uh, memorial um, a couple of weeks ago and it was just a celebration of of her life as a public servant and seeing the people that she had touched and learning and hearing stories that I never heard before from people uh, was incredibly touching and, and a, a really amazing moment in what's otherwise been at times a very very difficult year I think also that with Delicious Yellow it's tough to pick out moments where it's that one special moment you know each day is filled with lots of stressful moments but then also lots of exciting moments and so it's typically never in what we're trying to do with delicious yellow we're trying to build something that will be sustainable for the for the very long term and so i think it's been it's just been the little things every day we've our teams almost doubled in size this year and which is terrifying (laughs) yeah but at the same time it's been it's been great to get to know these new people and really embed them within I think all the values that we have within Delicious Ella and just spending time with such special motivated 
good, decent, bright people every day is just is is a highlight that I think we both celebrate every day. Yeah, absolutely. So what was your highlight of the year? I feel there's been so many kind of roller coasters on this year that it's almost tough to pick out one. I, honestly, one of my biggest highlights was um, we went up to Scotland a, a week or no, just a few days after your mum's funeral. To this one, I think it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my whole life. This village that your mum loved called Plockton, which is yeah, right on the west the, coast of Scotland. Yeah, right by the Isle of Skye. We hadn't been there before, and it was it was such gorgeous weather. We're so lucky, and um, she had this little jetty she loved, and we went down there with Matt's um, sister Jess and his sister Annie, and we all jumped into the sea in Scotland, which was so cold. Into the loch. Into the loch. Sorry, yep. into the loch in Scotland. Which was freezing. Like, I've so, never experienced water like it. Yeah, like icy, icy cold. But we jumped in, and I was um, have to admit wearing like a tiny little thong, and but it was just like we were so kind of free, and just like threw all our clothes off and just. Jumped jumped in and it was like it was a really that really it's my screensaver on my phone it just really stood out to me in that sense of kind of being free it's a life-affirming moment yeah that was a really really special moment and we had some really special time away this year as well and I think one thing that I'm not brilliant at is disconnecting from work I feel I love delicious yellow and it feels like such a part of my soul that I'm not I'm not, I always want to be helping people. So every time someone sends me an Instagram message, even if it's like two o'clock in the morning, I've just opened my eyes. Sometimes I reply, which is not very healthy. And we really took some proper time off in June and we went away, just the two of us. And we didn't leave the hotel for 10 days. We like literally walked 200 steps a day and we just ate so much pineapple and (laughs) lay on the beach and just had really 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 amazing time together because we spend so much we've calculated we spend 90 percent of our time together <laughs> but so much of it is with work and it was lovely to really that was a massive massive highlight yeah that was that was a special 10 days so we've now got some people have uh, fired in some questions that are like us to answer so first question favorite meal favorite meal favorite meal ever or favorite meal of this year do you think favorite meal of this year okay favorite meal of this year What's yours? You know what? It's not one meal in particular, but one thing that we started to do, um, actually it was when it was when my mum got ill um, a year or so ago, is we typically during the week, we're really, really busy. And then on weekends, we were up staying at my mum and dad's house every weekend. So we never really had time just to be the two of us. And we started this routine where every single Sunday evening when we got back, we went out for dinner and we've ended up basically going to the same restaurant every single Sunday at the same time, sitting in almost the same spot and just have have, we've really really made it just part of our weekly routine and it kind of bookends the week really nicely and it's been it's just been a really special grounding way of having some sense of normality and real niceness around a bit of romance yeah so but we eat at 6.30 we love that so we're in bed it's like 8.30 still (laughs) yeah which we like even more so yeah I wouldn't say one specific meal but just doing that every Sunday has been a really really powerful thing that I've loved to do this year that has been I completely agree it's been incredible the other thing we're super happy about is um, this amazing tiny little pizza place opened up next to our house that does vegan cheese on their pizzas as well which let's be honest we're pretty excited about it's really really good it's really really good so yeah those are the favorites okay another question we've had someone said they'd love to know whether there are any times during our journey building the business where you felt like giving up and how you managed to pull through the slump 
Honestly, I've never thought about giving up with this. I think that we both love it so much. It's something that's obviously deep within Ella's soul. It's taken her from from real sickness to much, much, much better health. And it's something that as her husband now, I'm so proud to be involved in and have really internalized myself. And I'm very passionate about everything that we, we do in Delicious the Ella for numerous reasons. I keep referencing my mum, which I think is a common theme in, in all parts of my life. But my mum was, was a politician. She was the first ever public health minister in the UK with a focus where they focused on, on prevention uh, rather than cure, which is what you typically go to hospital for. Um, and with Delicious Yella, we know how many lifestyle-related illnesses there are out there. We know um, that enough, not enough people in the UK are eating their five a day, let alone their 10 a day, which is what we should be doing. I think 27% of people in the UK eat their five a day. So being able to continue that work that mum had started as well, I, I absolutely love doing. I think getting to go to work with your wife every day, I'm sure can backfire, but <laughs> it's been amazing for us. And I think we feel incredibly lucky to do it. So I don't think, I. it probably sounds... A bit strange, but I've—I don't think I've—I genuinely, I don't think I've ever thought about giving up. I think it's something that, more than anything, I just feel so fortunate to do, and I want to grasp that opportunity in the biggest way we can. And if we gave up, I'm gosh, I'm not sure what I would do anyway. So I think it's much better doing this. <laughs> I have to admit, I have once or twice thought about giving up, but just because I've sometimes felt kind of personally pulled in quite a few directions, trying to keep everyone happy I guess because my face is quite attached to what we do but I think just as what Math was just saying like that sense of feeling so drawn to the passion behind the why and why it matters that we share plant-based recipes is what always 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 pulls me back in and I think one thing that we're learning a little bit is that we've been so go 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 for the last three years and actually we also need to take small breaks and we're actually going to be we're going to be offline for about three weeks this Christmas and really trying to reset and recharge so that we come back with so much energy so much there's so much excitement rather than sometimes times just kind of pushing ourselves a bit far and we were literally talking about so again at dinner last night that I think sometimes when you're so busy with something and I'm sure sure everyone will feel like this you don't always take those minutes to acknowledge how much you've done how much you've grown the challenges that you have pulled through and as a result you're not always focusing on what you should be proud of and you know celebrating you're focusing on the issue or what you've got to deal with next and I think that's something that we both need to address a little bit sometimes I think it's very much part of our culture today of always always looking at what's next always feeling like we've got to achieve more and what we achieved isn't enough yeah but on what you said about working together as a husband and wife one question that we get all the time and came in as well for the episode is how do we um manage keeping a happy marriage is the one question we get all the time which is interesting but also in doing that when we're working together so much so it's definitely it can it can be testing sometimes obviously but i think the thing that we do and i think we do pretty well is we've really really divided out our roles so i'm much more focused on i suppose the kind of the more businessy side of of, of Absolutely. what we do um and Ellis just tell say one thing on that some we had to do a picture for something today and someone made the really good comment that Math was wearing an amazing blazer and a suit and look crisp white shirt and looks so smart and a big business meeting and he looks so ready for action and I was wearing a fluffy fuchsia green baby blue <laughs> rainbow jumper 
And they said, yeah, you can really tell what roles you guys do in the business. We've got creative here and we've got Mr. Make It Happen there. <laughs> so, I, um, so, yeah, so I think the way we do it is by really, really splitting out roles. I think if we were both trying to do the exact same thing and say I was trying to be focused on all the creative too, I think we'd probably drive each other nuts. So I think letting Ella... Uh, do everything and bring all the magic that she does to deliciously Ella um, through all of our content and leaving her to do that and really not trying to get involved in any way um, is is the way that we do it and then I think Ella you make it all happen well I don't know about that but we've we've got a, a great team who, who who make it happen but we um, but I think really splitting out the roles there um, has really definitely helped our relationship in a big way and the other thing we have one rule which is that if there's a big decision to make whether that's on a new product or if we're going to do a new project in the business or we're going to make a new uh, big hire or if there's just a big decision that needs to be made we'll only do it if we're both 100% in and we both have um, the the openness and freedom to to veto any decision if we really just don't feel it's wrong. And so I think being completely knowing that we both have to be 100% in allows us to both own the solutions or the successes or the failures um, if something does or doesn't work out. Yeah, and I think on that, just trying to be as respectful of the other person at all times, basically, as possible. Yeah, I think it, it goes, I mean, I'm sure it's a lesson for any marriage, but it's just to always be be kind and, and as much as you can, polite to the person always as well. But I think, so I think just knowing and understanding that, you know, this isn't a straight line up where everything works every day, there's challenges and things go wrong. And so just having that appreciation and understanding for that person um, is, I think, is another key for, for every day that we go by. Yeah, but it's nice when he's having a cheerleader next to you. So when you're sitting at your work and not feeling great or feeling worried, you look over and you see the other person there. It's really comforting. I, I recommend <laughs> it more highly. Okay, one of the other questions we had, um, and we've had this a lot, is um, finding balance. Like, do we have any hobbies outside what we do? Are we just hotel nerds and we spend all our time on spreadsheets? <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely spend a lot of time working. I would say that our weeks are very much spent just working and typically one day a weekend we're both working as well. So, But I would say that we get we, we get a pretty good day off um, each weekend. Um, if, you know, it might be a solid half day, but if not um, a day. And I um, I like to play golf, so I... Matt um, is so fanatical about golf, I can't even explain. <laughs> So I've you. been playing golf since I was three years old and I just love it and lots of my friends play golf and so it's a great way of me just going out and, and spending time with them too so I love to play golf so if I can yeah and Austin comes out and plays with me um, which I love and so if I getting out to play golf every weekend is is a big thing for me one other thing I actually have, have done um, as an addition this year which has really helped so I joined a gym and I started work, I hadn't worked out in years and I started working out again and it's really really helped me because it's something that properly takes my mind off off things when I'm doing it and gives me a bit of space and golf used to be my thing where I would just go and I switch my phone off and I just go and I play and I have fun with my friends and I just completely switch it off and it's my real headspace but just actually having that a bit of that every day from going to the gym has been really really helpful for me too yeah I find that with yoga I try and get yoga in I, I'm a big believer in the fact that we do have more time in the day than we often give ourselves credit like today 
I went to yoga at 6.30, came back, made breakfast, got my uh, almond milk coffee um, and um, put it in a little to-go cup and walked Austin all the way through the park to work and was at work by nine. And I'd had two hours basically of just amazing time. It was such a beautiful, beautiful day to walk. And it was such an important reminder to me, again, just that, that we do have that space for ourselves. And I'm trying a new thing, which I'm really going to be so strict with myself on as well, is that I don't turn my phone on until after yoga so I have a bit of quiet time of that like just to kind of create a positive start to the day so I'm a huge believer in morning routines rather than um, just kind of rushing straight into work as soon as we wake up which can be tempting because it does sometimes feel like there's a kind of insurmountable amount of things to do yeah I think routine is something people are always very interested in do you have a morning routine a nighttime routine um I really like, so I wake, we wake up every morning and we have Sonos in our house. And so we wake up with really relaxing music every morning, which I think really helps. And We're then, obsessed with this artist called Snatam. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but if you go on Spotify and it's spelled... Uh, S-N-A-T-A-M and then K-A-U-R. And, and she's it, like a yoga oh music, my gosh, the but music. it's really relaxing. It's stunning. Get the album Mantras for Divine Grace. It may <laughs> sound a bit wacky if you're not into yoga, but just trust us on it. We're obsessed. We suddenly sit in the office and like, we need Snatam. <laughs> yeah, so waking up to really relaxing music is is nice. And then I always listen to the news um, in the morning. So uh, typically our alarm goes off um, at about six and we listen to, uh, we wake up and we have 10 minutes of music and then it goes on to the news. And so I feel like while I'm kind of waking up, I'm getting filled in on what's happening in the world, which I which I really, really like. Um, and then you have your coconut milk latte. Yeah, I have my coconut milk latte, which my dear wife here typically brings down for me after she's given Austin his breakfast. And then now my um, new thing is trying celery juice every morning. I've kind of probably jumping on an Instagram uh trend there but I keep seeing it keep seeing people swear by it and I've not been my health hasn't been so good again recently so I'm kind of trying all kinds of weird and wacky things including so I go upstairs I make a celery juice for me and a coconut latte for Matt and um, some delicious kibbles for Austin <laughs> okay so um, in general are there any tools that you have to help you find balance anything you come back to time and time again outside of coconut lattes the gym <laughs> I think and it's- golf golf's my big one if I'm ever feeling really really stressed and golf's typically a a really good way of of reversing that stress also just spending time with as Ella talked about earlier my little niece Ottie um, who I just completely and utterly adore and she's so little and naughty and heavenly heavenly I just love her to bits and so when you hang out with her you realize that everything you're worried about is usually typically pretty irrelevant Um, so hanging out with her just hanging out with family friends I guess usual kind of stuff yeah, I love reading, especially when we get any time off. Like, I wrote one of my, if anyone's looking for book recommendations, I read the book, um, The End of Loneliness this year. That had me crying my eyes out. It was so, so phenomenal. Yeah, when we were away on holiday, you typically read about a book a day. I mean, yeah, I you really stop. get buried into them. It's very antisocial of me, but I love <laughs> it. There's, for me, there's no better way to switch off than that. And then I've also been absolutely obsessed with a book recently that um, one of my yoga teachers recommended, which is called Journey to the Heart. And it's just these really lovely, short, kind of two thirds of a page daily meditation, um, which just give you a bit of kind of positivity, some 
something nice to think about today um and they just kind of really really lift your spirit so if you're looking for a little something every day to read um a kind of sense of affirmation or meditation um then definitely do that we've kind of gone on off meditation this year i'll be do times where i'm like obsessed with i have huge intentions for for meditation every day i'm literally i'm like i have to do that today and i'm terrible at actually doing it yeah i went through a phase for a while this year where it had um, some of those mandala beads, which I don't know about anyone else, but I always used to see yogis or people that did yoga wearing those beads around their necks. And I thought it was just what you wore if you did yoga. It turns out they're meditation beads. And um, I got some and I started doing it every night before I went to sleep and I've never slept better. And it was, a, is, again, it's a good reminder of the fact that you've got to kind of go out your way to do those little tools that make you feel so much better. And I haven't done it for about six weeks and I am vowing to do it this evening because it <laughs> feels really good. But just reading a little something before you go to bed, I think is amazing. And yeah, definitely read The End of Loneliness if you can. It will make you weep, but it is absolutely brilliant. You're more a business book guy. Yeah, I like reading business books. Matt has a stack of like, what, 15 business books on your bedside table? Yeah, I like reading business books. I've read a really good one this year by the um, head marketing professor at Harvard uh, called Young Me Moon, uh, which is called Different, which is a really great book. And it's about innovation and basically how typically brands just try and add more and more and more. But actually, sometimes it can be best just to take stuff away and get it back to a much simpler form so i really enjoyed that book okay so changing the subject just a tiny bit people want to know um what's changed at delicious yellow this year any big changes and then you felt well lots changed i mean we we obviously we shut two delis earlier this year just so that we could really have all of our focus on on our food products it's just the most effective way that we can fulfill our our company mission which is to make fruits and vegetables accessible and available to um, as many people in the most exciting way possible so that was that was a big change we've had we've been working on a big project which we're developing a completely new app which we're really really excited about it's going to have infinitely better functionality um, it's going to have also have a yoga section on it where um, there'll be lots of yoga videos um, it's going to have lots of questions about that yeah it's going to have um, it'll be updated with new recipes every week lots of new great content every week um, and we're really really excited about that and it's going to be it'll launch with about 350 plant-based recipes and about 30 yoga videos and every week it'll be updated with more recipes with more videos and it'll be 99p a month Um, which enables us to be able to invest and grow the app um, and make it the best resource it can possibly be and hopefully just become a really exciting new part of Deliciously Ella. Totally. It's also got loads of recipe videos, which we've been filming nonstop recently. I literally feel like I'm like, pop, we've been cooking so much. (laughs) And um, meal planners and um, shopping lists and all the things you've been asking for as well. So, I mean, I feel like it's a little bit like the conversations we had around the deli, which is that we know a challenging decision is going to lead us to the best place in the end and be able allow us to give the most to all of our audience and kind of give the most value and really work again with that mission of kind of making veggies cool, making eating well a little bit easier for everyone. But, you know, we we did that in the acknowledgement that whilst hopefully everyone's going to be super excited about it, we also appreciate some older app users may not be as happy about needing to get a new app. But I think it's going to be, I mean, we've seen all the kind of prototypes and everything I, I think it's going to be just about it's, the best thing we've ever done at Delicious Yellow it's, yeah. it's really exciting yeah it's a it's it's a really really exciting project and then the other thing that we're we're working on is we are everything we do at the moment is in the UK we 
all of our team obviously is in the UK. We make our, our products here in, in the UK and we are very, very proud of that. But one thing that we also um, are excited about is you know, Delicious Yeller in many ways already is an international business because we've published books in 24 languages around the world and we have uh, people who follow our social media all over the world. And we haven't really been able to travel because we wanted to, to stay here when, when my mum was ill. But now it feels like uh, we can spread our wings a bit and we would definitely like to start doing some more stuff internationally, which we're really excited about. And we hope that it will be interesting content and interesting storytelling for people who engage in Delicious Yeller and hopefully there'll be things that we learn along the way that we can share and hopefully help other people on that journey and so we're we're really excited to continue to try and build everything that we're doing to try and reach more people to try and go reach new places that feels like a big new adventure for us and hopefully and on a personal level as well it's really yeah, exciting yeah. we're heading off to the US um, the day this comes out yeah. um, so on Tuesday it's Wednesday now and it's you know that's for us as a couple as well yeah. feels like a kind of it's really, really exciting. exciting adventure it really does if anyone has any recommendations in New York or Chicago um, <laughs> please do send them to us because we've got a bit of time in both and we want to eat absolutely everything we possibly can yeah so we're we're really excited about that we're looking at some stuff in Europe as well we just wait and see what happens with Brexit but um, but we're, we're definitely really excited about that and excited to share the the whole story of trying to do that with you so the next question we have here is, uh, what's your dream for Deliciously Ella? It's such an interesting question because if you'd asked me this on day one, I would have said to be able to do this as a career for anyone to read it. And, you know, kind of as that scale, I guess I've never been as confident maybe as you are. And I've always had a kind of shallower dream because I never really believed I could kind of make the dream a reality and now I look at it and I have these moments of kind of I guess daring to dream where I think maybe Delicious Yellow could be like you know really really big company like an Innocent Drinks or you know even bigger and we can really change the world <laughs> and the more I learn and the more I read and the more people I speak to about the importance of plant-based eating both for our own health and the health of our planet the more unbelievably passionate I get about it and I just yeah, I guess I have this complete dream that one day what we do will just be the complete norm. And how about you? So I think for me, it, it comes back to the thing that I think this, again, may sound a bit cheesy, but I think it's the thing that is most exciting to both of us about Delicious Yeller is the purpose that it that it has. It's We absolutely love all of the businessy bits that we do. And it's a great way of us and it kind of manifesting all of our all of our values but the thing that we're most excited about is our purpose and our, our company purpose is to help people try and live better to be really useful so not just to sell stuff for the sake of selling it but sell stuff because we think it's going to add real value to people's lives and to try and make vegetables cool and so if my dream for Delicious Yeller is that in 25 years we're sat here and we have a business that is much 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 bigger than it is today and somehow through Delicious Yeller whether it's through content sharing or being able to make food products really accessible and available to lots of people that we have somehow been able to show that we've created a tangible change uh, that's shown that people are living slightly better each day and that somehow we've made vegetables cool which really that challenge which is a never-ending thing is the thing that, that excites us most about delicious yellow and if one day we're able to show that wow we actually did that in some way i think that that really is our dream for delicious yellow 
Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so just to close, wrapping up the end of the year um, so that everyone knows we're going to be pausing the podcast and back on Wednesday, the 2nd of January, um, which is incredibly exciting. Yeah, so we're really excited that we're going to be doing a second series of the podcast. As Ella alluded to at the start, we really weren't sure what the podcast was really going to work out to be. and Or whether anyone would want to Or anyone to. would listen, but somehow lots of you have, which we are so touched and, and uh, humbled by. But we... It, we say this to people sometimes when we talk and the strange thing about both Ella and I is we're actually both very, very private people. So even though Deliciously Ella has this big following, we've, we don't really share too much about our private life because we, we are both actually quite private people. And the great thing about the podcast is, is it's just you kind of feel like you're a bit protective because you're just sat here um, without having to be in front of lots of people or really kind of showing in a, in, in a big way. And so we've really, really, really loved uh, the doing the podcast, yeah, and the honest yeah. conversation. We hope that there's so much different information about there, and we've, we're so fortunate to be able to bring these real experts in to share their wisdom and knowledge with us. And so, it, the podcast will remain where it'll be Ella and I talking to hopefully really interesting, useful people for for everyone to be able to learn something from and hopefully add value to their to their everyday. And I think, and we get to learn so much along the way as yeah, well. Yeah, we're we're going back out to the states in March, so we're going to try and interview some some people there. And uh, we've already got some really really exciting uh, guests lined up. And I don't think we could finish our series of our podcast. It shows the we've talked a lot in this series actually about some of the negative effects of social media but one of the great parts of social media has can be the connections that you can make and our amazing company have helped us produce all of this mags creative um have been invaluable and i think a real partners to us so thank you to them and we're really looking forward to doing another season with them and going on different adventures around the place interviewing lots of different people um, and, and as that. you said i think social media has had quite a bad rap this year i think we've all become increasingly conscious about the way we consume information online but what feels really nice about podcasts is it feels kind of exempt from that completely it feels a really positive hopefully uplifting and insightful interesting medium so i think it's going to become a really core part of delicious yellow so don't worry we're just pausing for a split second because it's been an incredible year but i think but also like in anything that we do in delicious yellow you know any of the food products that we release are always the one the recipes that have been the most popular from the from the blog the app the deli the events that we've done and so everything we do is led by this incredible community that we get to uh, exist and interact with every day at Delicious Yellow. So if there's anything else that you're particularly interested in trying to hear about or people that you would love to hear from, then we would love to be set the challenge of, of trying to get them on. So if you have any suggestions, please always just email us with anything. It's just, we try and have easy email addresses on purpose, but it's just Matthew at deliciousyellow.com and Ella at deliciousyellow.com. And always f- please feel free to shoot us a note if there's, if there's anything that we, we could do better on this too two t's in the matthew because when we met and i was trying to stalk him on instagram i only put one in and couldn't find it so if you want to get in touch he needs two t's nice um 
Otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. Honestly, um, it means the world. It's been, we've been blown away by the number of downloads. Yeah, we, we talked for a while about doing this. We really weren't sure what, what the response has been like, but we've been so touched by, by your comments and the amount of listens that has literally blown us away. We didn't think we would get close to the amount of listens that we've had, and we're so touched and humbled by that. So thank you, thank you. And we look forward to catching up with you all in the new year. Bye.